But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 So, Paige, congratulations. We have had the only two people we've ever interviewed was Paulie and Cara, and I have no regrets about that. You are the first person we've ever had on the show to guess a pair. How does that make you feel? Oh, shut up. I didn't know that. I'm, I'm truly honored. I'm well, excited. Technically, Rob was a guest appearance until... Nah, I knew, I knew how this was going to shake out. <laughs> I was like, by technical standards, he wasn't supposed to stay either. <laughs> we just, you know, we're nice. Kept him. Yeah, we're nice you now. <laughs> you were nice. No, I'm not nice to him anymore. We're not friends anymore. Oh, we're okay. not friends? I didn't get the memo. No, nope. yeah. Rob, Rob has a, a Russian bride that he's a uh, he's DMing, so we we're not friends that. anymore. Oh, Lord, oh. She didn't Robert, drop me, I do have to call you out though. I oh. saw. I heard that you said that you could smoke laurel. Oh, oh yeah. wait a minute! Hold on, hold on. There we go. She gonna get me started. First oh, off, just my time. First off, wait a minute. Hold ain't scared hold of laurel. Hold on, I'm not. Ain't scared I'm really of laurel. Not. Let him hey. explain. No, it ain't no let me explain. I'm let me. I'm five nine. I'm hundred and ninety-five pounds, almost two hundred pounds. One on one physical, no, she can't touch me. That's hundred percent guaranteed. Physical scality, no, no. Now you gonna just cut me off like that and you didn't got me all worked up. You didn't you didn't got me all worked up now. So what 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 question you got, girl? Talk to I me. Don't have a question. I just wanna tell you that you're <laughs> fucking delusional. That's not a question. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is be such a great because fucking he episode. saw her at yeah. an event no, and she uh-uh, beat him no, in volleyball no, and he's never gotten on. over it. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. No, because now she didn't got she didn't already <laughs> awoken the beast. It's over. But put me up. I don't hey, I'll show you. I'll put up, I don't shut up. So when the lights come on, I'm gonna perform. And it, it ain't no it ain't no in between. You didn't have to say nothing. Now you didn't brought me out. You didn't uh, uh, amp me up. I'm ready to go hit the gym again. You do know know we all agree with her, right? And see, that's where you. That's where you wrong. Cause see, now you didn't. You didn't took my 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 ability to that next level. So bring it on. You know what I mean? Bring it on. Anytime, anytime, any place. It don't matter. You name it. All right. All right. So. Sorry about that. All right. So before we get into this, Paige, not that any any people who listen to us is going to be unaware of who you are. Do you mind going ahead and telling everybody who you are, just in case they don't know who you are? Sure. So um, my name is Paige. A lot of people don't know that. They actually think my name is Petty, which I'm here for. Um, so on TikTok, um, it's pretty underscore Petty X. Um, I have been dubbed the queen of challenge TikTok. I have a super popular podcast called most likely to TWO. And yeah, I'm just all about, all about the challenge and reality TV and getting that inside information. There's a really nasty Reddit thread about me. Maybe, you know, me from that, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to be here with you guys. I'm stoked. We're very happy to have you. Today's episode is going to be just like it is normally with Paige going ahead and not adding to it, but there is some stuff that I want to get into. Before we get into that, let me go ahead and bring this episode in. What's really good, Posters? Welcome to another episode of Love, 
War Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Robert Stewart Jr. She is Becky at Giftmaster Bex. Today we are joined with Paige from the Most Likely Two podcast. Thank you so much for, for being with us. Now, before we go ahead and just uh, jump right into the episode, I have some things to ask you because you have a very, very specific experience uh, to some of these questions. Okay. And I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, mainly, these are the two different stories, but they kind of um, they kind of connect. And I want to get your take on them. Okay, them I'm nervous. Up. No, no, no. It's nothing crazy. But okay. I just think that you have some good insight on this. Okay. First thing I want to jump into is Jordan. Now, I have disliked Jordan for a long time, but I am willing to admit that his behavior in the last couple of uh, last couple of seasons has improved, and I absolutely despise the fact that I feel, I don't want to say I feel like I'm coming around, but I hate him less, but... Uh, Pink Rose uh, responded to a question. The question was, wonder why MTV gave a racist like Jordan Redemption, but not Cara and Pauly? And Pink Rose responds, because Jordan is easy to work with, extremely respectful, and didn't give them an ultimatum, thinking he was irreplaceable. Jordan also knew how to keep a low profile and allow stuff to die down and knew how to clean his image. The other two have done the uh, opposite in the past four years. Perfect example is today. I guess Pauly said some stuff that pissed some people off. Uh, maybe in the future they'd be cast, but if her and her boyfriend continue to do stupid stuff, it's not as likely. I wanted to know how you feel about that because with Jordan, you know, he has been cleaning up his image. There was a live with, um, um, oh, why am I drawing her name? Thank you. With Naya, uh, and all this other stuff. But to me, I would like to come around, but it, to me, it feels so calculated. Like he's doing this on purpose. And to me, that's, it seems disingenuous. What is your feelings on the situation? Um, so Jordan, I've like met him and hung out with him personally. And he actually is like a really chill person. And he, I, I think that he's a good person, but I think that the gate, no, I think he has good person qualities but i think that in in the house and in competitive environments it brings out the worst in him and i think he's swallowing every part of that because you know he wants to yell at anisa and you know he wants to tell and you know he wants to tell tori go fuck yourself so you know he wants to do those things but he can't so i think part of it is he's swallowing it because he has to um i personally don't no, I personally don't know enough about the car Cara Pauly situation for real to know what's really going on. But I would agree that um, Jordan probably played ball better than they would. But that makes I think that makes Cara Pauly more real than Jordan, because I don't think Pauly is going to be quiet just because a producer tells him to if that's how he feels about something. And I think Jordan will. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And you echo a lot of the same sentiments that uh, Robert has, because Robert has also met with him and talked with him. And just he uh, he's repeatedly said that, oh, if, um, you know, if you just met and have a conversation with Jordan, you would feel otherwise, too. Yeah. I, yeah. Here's the thing. And I it was a weird situation for me when I met him, 
Cause I met him and Laurel at the same time. And like, I wasn't really a big fan of Laurel. So like, I kind of had a wall up for both of them. And uh, we spent like an extended amount of time together. So, you know, but also Naya and I are friends and I kind of have to trust her judgment on things because I think that she is a good person, even though she's made a lot of mistakes. And if she finds forgiveness and she finds something good, then that's, she knows him better than anyone. So, um, you know, I have to kind of defer to her on that, if that makes sense. It does. And that was one of the main things that had me start turning the corner on Jordan. Naya said something about, you know, allow us, you know, the grace, you know, to come back and kind of like redeem ourselves. And I kind of took that to heart because, you know, I've been in some shit in my personal life before. And Lord knows I could have used a little bit of grace in class to, you know, allow me to grow to be better. So jury is still out on that, but I'm glad you feel the same way. Robert has said some of the same points. The second thing I wanted to talk to you directly about is I saw this post in the Challenge Fans Facebook group. And it's from Lisa Scuderi Vinoy. I apologize if I <laughs> hacked that name up. Should have practiced before I said it. But she said, did anyone hear the Reality Rundown podcast with Mark Long, Emily Longaretta, and guest Wes? Wes flat out said, Carver Maria definitely did something to piss off production and that it was not some minor discretion. And that she's and, and that he said she needs to stop gaslighting fans, pretending she doesn't know what she did to not get calls. And basically saying um, she was happy that Wes called him out. Now, I said in previous uh, episodes that I was like, man, something must have happened. Something must have happened. Like, you know, for her to be treated in the fashion that she is. I wanted to know, what was your insight on on Wes's comment on why Cara hasn't been getting callbacks? Oh, I like that I'm the Polly and Cara expert. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Just these two specific things because they came out and they kind of got my wheels turning a little bit. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, I will say that I I think uh, Cara has has been mostly private in the last year and she's come on my podcast a couple times. So I think that's why I get a lot of questions about her. And I would just like to preface this by saying Cara and I have a really gorgeous friendship that has nothing to do with the challenge. So we don't really talk about the challenge because. I think that that would taint our friendship, but here's what I will say. She really doesn't fucking know. So if if Wes thinks that's what it is, that's really interesting because, and I love Wes and I'm obsessed with his wife, but um, Bananas talks about production all the time. Bananas fucks production. So if we are... If we are saying that like people aren't getting casted because they call production out, everybody does that. Literally everybody does that. So I don't, I don't think that's what it is. I don't know what it is because she doesn't know what it is. Um, But I think it's way, I think it's, that was Polly California, by the way. I think it's, (laughs) speaking of, (laughs) I think he he like knows I'm talking right now. Um, He, I I don't know what it is. She doesn't know what it is. I don't think that's what it is. It's got to be something way bigger than that. I I would agree with you too. Yeah. And um, those are going to be the only Paulie and Cara questions, just because they those two came out at the same time. All good. (laughs) (laughs) Now, before we dig into the episode, one last question, Uh, Amber. In the house, Amber seems to get a 
disproportionate amount of hate uh, spewed her way. Uh, most of us on the podcast has talked about it. It completely disgusts us. Uh, what's your feelings on Amber and her treatment for these past couple of seasons she's been on? 100% she doesn't deserve it. But I will say this. She kind of annoyed me this episode. So Just she, a little bit. I, I'm very much... Um, like, I have a man, I love my man, but I'm not stand by your man by any means. So, like, when she's holding his hand in daily challenges, that shit is annoying to me. Be your own person, girlfriend. Be your own person. And I think that he's nice. I've had conversations with him. I met him in person as well before they were even on the show. But I personally, if I was on TV, would have a hard time dating somebody that tweeted about me before we started dating. And she seems to be very much all about him. And so I wish maybe we got to know him better, but that's the only thing about her that bugs me. Fair enough. We, we definitely disliked it. Go ahead and jump into the episode. Uh, before we do, Rob, Becky, do you guys have any questions for Paige or anything that's been sitting on your mind that you wanted to get off? I'm good. Okay, let's do it. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Is uh, we get back to the house. <laughs> I was we like, he's just been house. like stagnant. I'm chilling. I mean, he he chilling. He's listening. So uh, Olivia Horacio get back to the house, and Olivia seems to be in a really uh forgiving mood. Uh, doesn't seem to be a big deal between her and Nelson. She kind of took it on the chin. Uh, do you guys think that her being so, and she's been forgiven all episode because this is a shit with Horacio too. But do you feel that this thing with uh, with Nelson and how he didn't save her, do you think it's going to negatively affect her at some point during this season? Paige, kick it off. No, I don't think so at all. I, I, here's the thing. I think Olivia, if you saw Olivia on Love Island, you know she's smart and you know that she knows what to do to win. And Nelson, even though he did have to throw her in, he's protecting her when he can. And at the end of the day, they're in this house for a very short amount of time. And so why not? What is she going to do? Cause a fight with him? And then her, the only rookie rookie team is on the outs. That's not going to work out for her either. So part of it is she had to suck it up and be like, it's okay. And, you know, they don't follow each other anymore. So I wonder what <laughs> happened. Well, I mean, Olivia has been out on her when she's done podcast, basically saying, Nelson had feelings. She really didn't have feelings. It was kind of just a situation of, you know, you were there, you were available. It happens. Two attractive people in a house kind of works out that way. It happens. Um, I, I, I mean, I can see, listen, women know and people, period people, men and women, both know how to sneakily say, oh yeah, I'm not mad. But in the backside, if they can fuck you over later on, they will. So at the end of the day, maybe she gets revenge on him for not saving her and he, she doesn't save his ass or not. I mean, it's it's kind of hit or miss. Either way, they're a rookie, rookie team. They're going to be seeing this area more and more. It's just it, it's an undeniable fact that rookies are going to get thrown in. And they have the unfortunate that they're attached as a rookie, rookie team versus having a vet and a rook together. Um, the only other team that may get thrown in more often, and that's just because for some reason everybody hates her, is Amber. Um, so I don't know. I think that maybe she might slyly make it harder for him, but I don't think she's going to be outright vindictive. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I agree. But the only thing I'm going to uh, really say about that is, you know, 
you got to earn your stripes, okay? She hasn't earned any stripes for real, for real, because she's only been in, what, one or two eliminations. So, what? Uh, Olivia? Yeah, yeah, they've been kind of doing good they, in the dailies. They are pretty, they, don't get me wrong, they're a strong team. Don't get me wrong, they're a strong she team. She hasn't but, earned her stripes being in elimination three times? What I mean, does she need mm. to do to earn stripes to you? Oh, snap. What is there with you go. against women? Here you go. First off, you need to change that tone because you're going to get me worked up. Oh, but anyway, oh, don't check in women now. Wait a minute, hold on. Oh, so that's mm. what he says. Hold okay. Hold on, hold okay. On. Hey, now we're on, really done, Rob. Uh, now you're trying to tell me how to talk? Wait okay. a minute. We done? Hold on. <laughs> All right, let him go. This is a competition. <laughs> you got to remember. You got to remember. It's a million dollars on the line. And, you know, they, you know, got some type of chemistry going on because they in the house. But, you know, he might have got some. We don't know. It could have been off camera. We just don't know. I think it was off camera. But, um... I, I'm interested to see if it does come back to bite him, but I think it's going to hurt him in, it, in the long run. All right. And the last thing on the A block I wanted to get into was uh, Selfie had, uh, Fess <laughs> sorry, Fessel having this, uh, he had a bout with some uh, self-doubt. I want to like Fessel, but I kind of think he's taking it to heart a little bit too much. He's like, oh, I've been in here for two or three seasons. I got all of these losses. Bruh, it, it took CT 10 years to get a win. You got people like Johnny Bananas and Carver going out first on their season. Um, what do you guys, do you guys think that Fessel is being a little bit too hard on himself with all of this self-doubt about why he hasn't won or is it appropriate? Becky, kick it off. I think he's a bitch. <laughs> Damn. I think he's a little bitch. I should be doing so much better. And I, I'm going to say something that Rob said. This motherfucker is way too damn big to be <laughs> fucking up this much. You are a tier one athlete allegedly over here talking about how amazing you are and the best at shit, but you're losing. Number one, you lost in finals because of your own stupidity. And it's not because of anything other than the fact that you fucked up. So stop talking and blaming other people because over here in your mind, I feel like I should have done so much. You fucked up. You can't finish a final. Sit your big ass down. Shut the fuck up. It is what it is. It, as much as I hate Jordan, he will fuck you up in a final. He will fuck you up in an elimination. <laughs> as long as it does, he doesn't require a pole wrestle. But um, and at the end of the day, jo I will take Johnny Bananas every day in a final over Fessy. Period. But he could be take, 50. You could take him over 80. You could take him over 80 or 90 percent of the actual cast. Uh, Rob, what about you? Number one, Fessy is not there. He's a little soft. Um, yes, he's too damn big. Uh, uh, Becky, you men, great minds think alike. But um, yeah, I'm like, what you crying for? This is a game for a million dollars. If you are crying about first, oh my God, I just don't know. I ain't been doing no see. No, get your big ass in the, the weight room and hit the weights hard, okay? I, don't, I ain't got time for all that. You should be already a champ, but I don't think you, you got nothing to uh, prove at this point because I don't think you win him. Simple as that. You're too soft. Paige? Um, I actually think he's entitled to his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Paula. You get to be the Paula of the, of the group. Well, I think he's entitled to his feelings, but it felt a little fake is the only thing. 
because I don't really think he cares that much. Like, I don't, I don't really think he cares that much. And, um, but what I did clock was Mariah saying like, yeah, like all these other people have more wins than you, but that's luck and circumstance and like dead ass. Some of it kind of is. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to love war challenges. What's good. Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Some of it kind of is. There's a lot of people that have wins that it's like, okay, you got lucky. I think that's any game. You re- you rely on on luck just as much as ability. You know, you may get the one puzzle you can't do. Like, it, it, it is what it is. Like, you see Kara falling apart at math. That's always been her downfall. You have Tori who couldn't finish a puzzle. There's a ton of different things that kind of come into play that make people lose, it, it's all about that factor. Luck always comes involved. Don't fucking talk about, it. oh, it's just because you got lucky. No, there's other things involved, but luck is always there. But it's also in your preparation. Let's talk. take it back when Jenny got ran over by Tori. She came back the next season. She killed it because she worked on her weaknesses, and that's what got her to win uh, Total Madness. So back forth, you been off season what do you do in the off season what is your preparation Cry. do you do bustles do you do math do you do these necessary things to cover yourself and right but besides that you have to be prepared you stay ready so you don't have to get ready he's not ready so piss off amanda so a lot of you guys have made a lot of good points Paige. i'm with you we're just like he is entitled to his feelings and even somebody who's a big and strong, they do have these feelings of of self-doubt. And, um, you know, it's okay to have those feelings and to deal with them in a in a, uh, a healthy way. You guys talk about he's too big. What, he is he too big to have feelings? So I don't really think it was disingenuous. That's not what no, he meant. No, no, no. First off. <laughs> so, so, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. I don't I I didn't get the feeling of it being disingenuous. I loved how Mariah was there comforting him. But I think Fessel needs to understand it is hard to win a final, just like it is hard to win a Super Bowl. All because you're the best out there at running doesn't mean you're going to win. All because you're the best at swimming doesn't mean you're going to win. All because you're big and you're strong and athletic doesn't mean you're going to win. We've seen people win with with less. It takes a lot of things, uh, a lot of elements that you have to be good at, and it takes a little bit of luck to go your way if you're going to pull off one of these championships. But I'm not crying, though. I'm sorry. I've, I've, I've been through the trenches. I'm not crying. That's just simple as that. You dare to compete for a million dollars. If you do not win, you need to work on that stuff in the offseason. What you crying for? Bump all that. You a competitor. Let's Listen, go. Listen, the, the issue I had with Fessy crying about it is because of the fact, I guess it, it is sort of the entitlement of I should have won. I should have won because I'm the best. He's walking around acting no, like he he's a peacock best. when he's a goddamn pigeon. I'm sorry. It just does not make sense to me. You want to be a peacock, be a fucking peacock. Don't be a fucking pigeon and then pretend to be a peacock. Sorry. You're not the best. He's not the best. Sorry, the Paige. plumes. <laughs> I'm just processing all of this because 
I'm looking at this cast of men and take Jordan out. Who's the best? Take Jordan out. It's Johnny Bananas. He's got what? Seven? I'm going to get ready. Working on eight? I know we're not there yet, but Johnny, who fucking laid down in the middle of this mini final, go off. He, the man is 40 years let's, let's get right he's 40 years old he's the same age as I, I, I am we have our moments okay he's been there done that the man if he makes it to this final he's got a 100% chance of winning this whole thing I'll take Nelson over Fessy I'll take Johnny yes. over Fessy I will take because Johnny the thing is is he's well rounded he might not be as strong in other places, but he he worked. This is why Jordan's so fucking good, and it's so irritating because he's well rounded <laughs> and he's good at everything. He may not be the best, but he's good at everything. So that's what I'm saying overall. Fessy just isn't good at enough stuff. He's not well rounded, and like um, to Rob's point, he needs to start working in the off season on something other than building up muscle or running. He needs to be able to use, and he talks around talking about how smart he is all the time too, but apparently that's not all there either. So at the end of the day, that's where I get frustrated. You're not going to walk around talking like you're the best when you're not the fucking best. And just because you're a tier one athlete doesn't mean you can win a challenge. And that's been proven over and over and over again by weaker players winning. And I can see, honestly, at this point, I can see Devin winning before Fessy. Honestly, I, I totally agree with all of that. I think Fessel has his ego way higher than it should be. I I would disagree that he's not well-rounded, but I would say he's inconsistent is his problem. Mm. He's either winning or he's last. There's no really in-between. So I think he's good at puzzles. He's good at endurance. He's good at strength, but he's not good at all of those things consistently is his real problem. Um, yeah, I could see I could see Nelson winning over Fessel this season too. Uh yeah, absolutely. And Nelson is playing one of his best seasons ever, even without Corey nowhere in the mix. He Maybe has a because amazing Corey's partner. not around. A good point. He has an amazing partner and he's making mostly uh some pretty good moves. But let's go ahead and move into this daily. Today's daily is uh it's 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 a mini final it's called hall or nothing and i've said this before in previous shows the mini final halfway through the season is one of the best things that the challenge has come up with lately uh it you know it's great to put them to the test it's great to see how everybody shakes out and you get to really see a lot of people now i'm not going to go through this chronologically because we'll be here all day <laughs> talking about the final so let's go ahead and talk about our favorite moments, uh, or our least favorite moments, our likes and our dislikes when it comes to uh, today's daily. Uh, Rob, why don't you kick it off? Um, my likes was the final six miles. Uh, can you can I please get a sporting race like this, please? That's all I ask. I want a sporting race just like y'all did today because that was a whole lot easier with the best I got to go through on a real terrain. Okay, so. That was just a walk in the park to me. Um, I loved every minute of it. Uh, they had to go six miles. I loved the uh, the barrels where they had to walk across without touching the floor. And Jordan had to start over. And um, who else had to start over? I can't think who else had just to Jordan, start over. Just Jordan, I think. And Nani and uh, Bananas had uh. to start over. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. And them uh, putting 
the uh the weights on the sled so whoever got there first was at a bigger advantage uh, over everybody else because here you got to pull over what five maybe a thousand pounds to the end so i was loving it i said can i please get a sporting race like this um but in the end fessel and his uh teammate won so he kind of showed him okay i came to play ball so he, if he gets to a final, he might have a chance of winning the final if he stays consistent. But just like Paige said, he's inconsistent, depending on which Fessel shows up. Is it Fessy Messy or is it Fessel? All right. And Paige? I liked it. Um, here's my problem with some of the dailies, though. Did I need to see it for that long? Like, I really kind of didn't need to see it for 40 minutes. That was the only thing. Um, I was surprised that, um, I was surprised that Jordan and Anissa did so terrible. I didn't think they were going to win, but like, they've actually been doing pretty good in dailies. But my most surprising thing was Amber and Chauncey. Why are they doing so badly? Is he big for nothing? That's what I can't figure out. Um, but Fessy and Mariah, they pulled out the win. She's really good partner. Olivia and Arasio, he really kind of showed his ass a little bit. Um, so I liked it overall. I thought it was good. The barrel thing with bananas. Ridiculous. <laughs> the best part is he's like looking at the camera going, people are going to give us shit for this. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. You, he choked on a big dick on that one. And <laughs> he, really did. he really did. And so, you know, on a four piece like, puzzle. Well, here's the thing. Like at this point, I don't think he's throwing it anymore. I think he really just sucked it up. I don't think. I think they were throwing them for a while or trying not to win for a while, but I don't think this one they were. Cause I think they kind of saw it in the air when TJ said, Hey, like a big thing is coming. I think they kind of saw the writing on the wall, what might be happening, especially those that were on bloodlines. And um, yeah, I think he really just sucked it up. I mean, Nani did too, of course, but uh, I like to see people fail and I like to see people succeed as well. So I like Mariah Fessel's partner. I really like her a lot. Um, other than the fact that she's fucking Johnny, I really like her. So <laughs> it was nice to see her win. And I think she carried her weight on that team. A Girls lot. Play, make poor life choices when they're in the middle of a house with no one around. What uh, are you going to do? Jay's gone. No one else is there. Like, come on. Well, could try and snuggle Nelly, but then you, <laughs> you have to compete with Olivia. And God damn, that girl's pretty. But anyway, um, uh, I really did enjoy trying to see uh, what his uh, Johnny's vision was with those barrels. Because I have a feeling I know what his vision was, but it just, there was no way that was going to happen. Because he, I think he literally thought, oh, could we just roll this all the way to the end? But it, yeah, the funny thing is watching Nani being like, what the fuck is going on? Uh... <laughs> The fact that they went out on a four-piece puzzle also kind of really makes me laugh on the inside uh, because of Johnny just being Johnny. And I'm okay with him this season. I, like I said, I always have a, a love-hate relationship. One season, I love him. The next season, I want to throw him off a bus. There, there's, there's two different ways uh, with whoever Johnny decides to be during a season. Um, 
I did see Jordan really pulling out, and I think he was just having fun with this. He knew he wasn't going to win. There was no way he were going to win an endurance challenge with Anissa. Like, the fact that he's like, we're going to catch up to you! <laughs> Don't mess up! <laughs> um, I did find it funny when um, Fassie put the tire over his shoulder and jumped up. I was like, that tire looks so teeny tiny on him. I was like... <laughs> Is he really that tall? Because it felt like the tire was much bigger on the ground. Um, what I didn't like seeing, obviously, was watching um, Olivia and Horacio end up with their... There was such a strong partnership to watch it kind of hit that really downward hump really kind of made me sad. Because I love both of them. I think they're both really strong competitors. And I just... I really want them to win. I want them to be the winners. I don't think they're going to win. I really don't think they're going to be the ones at the end of the day. But I would just, I would... No, it, in my would dream scenario, nice Horacio and Olivia burn all those fucking vets and make it to the end. <laughs> Only in a perfect world. Uh, there was a lot to like. I, I like the, I always loved the idea of the mini final. I think it's great, especially at the exact 50% point of the season. Always good to see. Um, of course, bananas and ninety. I'm sorry to interrupt you. So this is episode nine. Do we have nine more episodes of this season left? Are we thinking? I am not hundred percent sure. I really it's be a long ass season. I, I think it could be anywhere between six to ten. Hey, I love it. Bring it. I'm like, I need to start drinking. He said, I need to start drinking. I'm dead. Do Listen, it. We, we've already been on it. What was the first twenty minutes of this fucking episode of like Love Island? Oh, yeah, the A block was, was terrible. A like, block was absolutely terrible. But back I to the daily. <laughs> yes. Uh, back to the daily. Uh, of course, bananas and ninety shit to bed. But it was very, very. Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch how they reacted to it. They're just like, yeah, we fucked up and it's all over. And that was uh, really, really cool. Uh, Horacio walking off on Olivia. It did seem a little bit out of character to him. If you don't consider the obvious. Now, Paige, I would love for you to weigh in on this. It has been my deduction <laughs> that Horacio was in love with Olivia. Fucking loved her. He got friend-zoned and stayed, on, and stayed on as a friend. They are good friends. And I'm not saying he's in love with her now, but I do think that this started off because Horacio was in love with her. I don't base this off any evidence, just off of what I think. What is your take? I disagree. I think, but like, I am such an Olivia stan. I followed her on Love Island. All love of Olivia. Yeah, love. And I know you guys do too, but based on what it is, maybe he did get friend zone and his feelings got hurt a little bit. But really also what I think is his original show, he didn't have to live in an environment like this where it was, you know, all these social things and competitions and she did. So what I think- was his original show? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. It was like, uh, Excel ton or so. it was basically like like Ninja Warrior meets Spartan races. It was like a completely physical competition. It was like what Jenny West did, like survival of the fittest or whatever it was. So it wasn't like Love Island where you get like voted off or anything like that. I'm pretty sure. So you think it was the environment that got to him? I think the environment fucks with him. He doesn't want to play social game and she does. And that fucks with them. And then also I was talking to somebody about this earlier. These soccer players, man, they're real competitive and they can't 
sand losing. It's all the soccer players I've ever seen on this show. They can't stand it. So I think that when he loses, he takes it out on himself. And because he has a partner there, he blames her too. So I think he's young. The environment fucks with him and he doesn't like to lose. That's, that's just by opinion. I mean, that makes sense with the soccer players. I'll be honest, the level of, of physicality and testosterone that flows between soccer players because they fuck each other up on the field. But so. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bring it to the athletic uh, side of it because I'm still in that uh, realm because I lift weights all day, every day. Um, I'll put it like this. If I lose, I look for ways to come back stronger. You know, and I and, and don't get me wrong. I think he handled that whole situation wrong. Uh, even though this is his first time, he should have been looking at it like, okay, how can we get better, me and you? How can we come together and make this thing work? Okay, we got to communicate better because the communication was off, and you could clearly see that. So now he's got to come back, go back to the drawing board, and say, okay, how can we get this together, and how can we win this money? But also, a portion of it though is. I can also understand I have a really bad temper as well. So when I have when I'm in a bad mood, I need to walk away from it because I do explode on people. So I understand kind of what his situation was is he's in a like I'm pissed. I don't want to take it out on you. And I will if, if I continue to stand here. So let me walk away and calm down and come back. Now, he should have voiced that to her and said, listen, I need to take a minute. I'm heated. It's not on you. I just need to calm down and I'll be right back with you. But. Like, he just didn't do that. It's all, again, a communication issue, but he needed a minute to walk away and calm down. I will say I I was wrong. The show is a little bit competition. There's, like, eliminations in it, but I also can't quite figure out how it works because it's all in Spanish. But it looks like there are... Send it to me. I might be able to figure it out. (laughs) There are eliminations, but they compete with, like, athletes, like, Olympic athletes and stuff like that. So it's mostly about, like, your physicality, not about your social game. So that's, yeah. Got you. And just to run out this daily, I was super impressed with how how Fessel did. You know, he had some self-doubt, but he went in there and absolutely crushed it. Love to see it. Uh, Fessel and Mariah gets the win. And then we get to TJ. TJ tells us that, you know, some things are going to change up. Uh, They are going to be moved. This is going to be moved into a team's game. Uh, Mariah and Fessel are going to be the captains. They're going to pick their team and they're going to split them up. Whoever picks one person, the other person is going to be put on the opposite team. Now, we're all used to these uh, challenge twists. Uh, Some are better than others. I just kind of wanted to get your guys' idea on... What do you think about this change up at this point of the game? Do you guys think it's going to be good for the show or bad for the show? Paige, kick it off. It's just going to be the show. I don't think it's going to have an impact. Like at all? Not really. I I think the drama would be there regardless because I think there will be drama. Um, I think the way this was handled will cause some drama. Um, but either way, like if Fessel and Mariah had to pick somebody to go into elimination, that would cause drama too. So either way, it's going to cause upset, but I don't really think it's going to have an impact on the show overall. Just my opinion, because they're going to get back together eventually. It's going to be exactly, That's what I think. it's going to be exactly like bloodlines. Now, how they're going to handle the eliminations that I would like to see, um, because if there's, you know, 10 more weeks or so, and we assume that four 
couples or however you want to say it go into the final, there's got to be a weird twist on these eliminations. But I don't think this twist is anything to write home about. Okay. Becky? I, I think they kind of already foretold the fact that it's going to be a bloodline situation. I was like, listen, I just want more information. Like, it's just not enough information on exactly what's happening. Because um, with the guy, what did they say during one uh, during the preview? You no longer have a partner. You can't stay here. You're going home. So that to me says it's going to be the same exact thing as bloodlines. Casey goes home. So does um, wallpaper, uh, whatever his name is. Uh, Kenny? Kenny? <laughs> Kenny? New so Kenny. Kenny. I mean, I don't know his name. He barely talks. He's never on screen. But um, like, I can see that happening again. And I just need more information. I didn't mind it. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, either way, like she said, it's just it, it is what it is. It's just kind of figuring out what's going to happen and how it's going to work. I think relationships are going to be tested um, more so than what bloodlines were. Uh, I think we're going to see some. Um, it's going to either make or break the relationships. Uh, I think we're seeing a little bit between uh, Fessel and Mariah, uh, especially the way how the breakdown of the teams went. Um, so uh, I'm excited to see it, but I think it's going to be make or break. So this is what I think. Um, this, we've seen these kind of twists before. I don't think that, the, I don't think that this is going to be a super long season. There's about seven teams left. So we can think that there's going to be about three more eliminations before we get about to, to the finals. So we're probably looking at about five episodes, six if there's a reunion. Depends on how many people are, are they putting in a final? Yes. You know, uh, so how many teams are they sending into that final? Could be six. It could be four. 100%. Uh, we just don't know yet. What I am hoping for is we have uh, single eliminations. And what, what I really hope is that we get a little bit more uh, viciousness when it comes to these. We were denied uh, an elimination this episode. So I can only hope that these eliminations are going to be a bit more physical, a bit more uh, aggressive, which is one of the things that we have been missing for most of this season. I mean, what do we think of the teams, though? Do we really think that Fessy made out like a bandit, or do you think that it's going to bite him in the ass? Very similar. So, so we're going to get into that in just a minute. Before we do, I definitely want to get into Club Night. Uh, you know, this season, for the most part, Club Night has kind of been disappointing. Uh, you know, in previous seasons, Club Night has been a way to push the story forward. You get the challengers in a new environment. I feel like this season's club night has been uh, really, really lacking. Uh, what do you guys think about how they've been uh, doing club night so far? Becky? Well, club night used to be a lot about politics. At this point, there's not a lot of politics going on because everybody, it's such a, it's such a large group that end up going into eliminations. Uh, so I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, I don't know if I was the one you were going to call on. I just, you know me, I always got to no, no, say something. You were. Uh, oh, okay. That works. Uh, so, um, I do enjoy a little bit more of, the, I, I want a little bit more of the drama. I want a little bit more of the politicking, a little bit of the more side-eyeing kind of situation. Obviously alcohol is involved. So it's always a situation where the more you drink, the more kind of stuff that kind of happens. The more um, reckless people get. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at how many things happen because of club night. I mean, Nelson almost got sent home one season because of a club night. He almost got hey, into a fist fight. Josh was the king of club night. 
He would go out to club night just to start shit. Yeah, entertain me. He only there for. Well, he just he, he wanted purposes. somebody to hold him back every single time. <laughs> what security at? <laughs> Where like literally behind everybody? Come and get hey. me. It's, it's interesting this season without him as Bessie's little sidekick and then without Corey as Nelson's really side. I guess Nelson was Corey, but you know what I mean? It's interesting to see the people without the best friends there. Like I kind of am loving the fact that they're not there. I mean, um, Corey wasn't on this season because Taylor was pregnant, right? Or was he just not on this season? I think that's what he said. I was going to say, because why wasn't he Nelson's ride or die? I mean, I'm like, I, li- I love Narice and I'm glad she's there, but let's it just be honest. Been Amanda. It really should have been Amanda, but she said no. I'm not 100%. surprised. She didn't you want know, to be around Fessy no more. She's like, fuck you that know, dude. Uh, Amanda, and, um, Amanda and Devin are two, are two people that I really disliked when they first came into the game, and both of them have really, really grown on me so much. I still um, don't fuck with Amanda. You know I, love Nerese, I love Nerese, though. I love Nerese. I love Nerese. Love her so much. I don't... Beautiful. Don't know how I feel about the... Dev- I, I don't know how I feel about the Jordan thing with uh, Nerese. I'm not really too excited about it. But I am excited for what it can bring for later on this season. Uh, before we get... I mean, we already saw a semi-mini explosion with Tori fucking freaking out on him. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Absolutely. I'm excited for those two. Oh, yeah. That's going to be great. Uh, Back to Club Night. Not a whole lot to write home about. Uh, Horacio apologized to Olivia. Once again, she's in a forgiving mood. Um, But Fessel kind of plots with Casey about how he's going to take over control. And to me, this really spoke to who who Fessel is as a person. I want to like him so bad. Uh, You know, and, and he's a Muslim like me. He's a Muslim who be fucking up. Like me. So I definitely love to see it. But I think that this is a point where a lot of people who's on the f- who is on the fence about Fessel really get to see what kind of guy he is. Do you guys think that Fessel's behavior pre-going into deliberation sours him in the eye of in the eyes of, of people who look at him? Because he came off kind of like an asshole, like, hey, if I gotta screw over Mariah to get the team that I want, I fucking will. Uh Rob, what's your feelings on this? I feel that he is uh, jeopardizing his relationship with Mariah. I don't know the extent of how well he knows. And apparently they know each other well. And I mean, it's going to affect what happens on outside the game. Because she's going to be like, okay, you remember the time when such and such. So that's going to come back and bite him uh, when the cameras are off. So um, I feel that he's on slippery slopes, but there's also a million dollars on the line too so he needs to actually be thinking about how can i get put my route i die in the best situation Mm -hmm. and Paige, can i share a tweet absolutely oh girl so you saw some tweets girl so mariah tweeted love her love her 
It's so cool. He followed me the other day and I was like, okay, girl, I don't even follow you, but let's go. He's the greatest. So she said, I trusted Fessy to be a good friend, but instead when we were walking back from the mini final, I asked him if we could talk to make fair teams. And he said, I brought you here. And then I became super sick. And he said, not my partner, not my problem. The real tea will be spilled on a podcast later. I defended Fessy's character so much to the other challengers when he didn't deserve it. He talked behind my back, making crazy statements like he carried me and many more. Fun fact, I was sick to my stomach going to the bathroom every five seconds with fever while filming during that interrogation, making our teams and the next challenge. I couldn't stomach anything. Chills, fever, the shits, vomit. I was totally taken advantage of and lied to. Oh, shit. That relationship's over. I was going to say, I have a feeling they're not friends anymore. No, they're not. That is wild. Age with the T coming through. We love it. I just happen to see it. It's interesting because although I understood where he was coming from, where he's like, I'm not going to stack your team. At the end of the day, if he's such a challenge fan, he has to know that they're going to be brought back together at some point. So if that's the mentality, hey, I'm going to be brought back together with her at some point then why wouldn't you want her team to be just as equally stacked? Because if she gets thrown into elimination and she loses, he could potentially be going home as well. So why wouldn't he want her to stack? Or why wouldn't he tell her something like, hey, maybe don't pick this person on your team or maybe don't pick this person. My opinion, good partners would have made it even. Tori and Devin would have made it even. Nani and Bananas, would. every single one of those teams would have made it even. Even Nelson dumbass would have found a way to make it even. Oh, um, Nelson's not going against Narice. No, absolutely he's not. Him. <laughs> he's just a, he's just a little dummy. That's all I mean. Like um, Narice is the brains of that operation. Let's just be honest there. Fessy, Fessy is the only one, in my opinion, out of those pairs that actively tried to make it uneven. And sabotage his own partner. He's the only one that would have done it, in my opinion. I don't even think Bananas would have done that to Nani. That is saying the fucking most. I think that's just solidified who he is in most people's yeah. minds. I mean, at the end of the day, he's not a popular player when it comes down to, like, I guess, personality. He, he walks around like a peacock. And he's a jackass. I'm sorry. And I guess as somebody, there's a there's a, a meme that I saw is like you can spend all day arguing with a pigeon, but all they're gonna do is shit all over your board, and they're just gonna walk around like then that they didn't do anything wrong. And that's just how yeah. I imagine Fessy being. But at the end of the day, I knew he was gonna do it. I knew he was gonna screw her over. He doesn't really think in the long range. We've seen this multiple times. So he doesn't really think long term. Um, and doesn't realize the effects of this. Obviously, the fact that he literally told her, not my partner, not my problem, fuck you. I hope you get run over by a truck. Like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm I, petty, I'm angry, I'm mad for her. Jesus. The I, fact I think that he, said he carried her fucked up because he didn't. He did no, not. No, she's been performing. She's hey. a strong performer. Without her, uh, he would have been fucked this season. 
Wow. I think you're 100%. Uh, Mariah has been performing, and I keep looking for reasons to like Fessy because I want to like Fessel so much, and he is just making it incredibly, incredibly difficult. Now, before we get into deliberation, one other thing that came up, Jordan and Norris. They're getting close. They're cuddling. Snuggling. They're snuggling. I, this, I want to know your feelings on this, uh, this unholy union. One, for me, I absolutely hate it because I am a, I am a Norris fan. I never seen her. I guess she was on Are You the One? Basically, and I'm just thinking that, oh, Tori just feels some kind of way because she's seeing her ex with somebody new. But she says, like, yo, you're in my bed. You're in my bed naked. Um, like you're giving me mixed signals. What's your whole take on this whole Jordan, Norris, Tori thing? Uh, Becky, let's hear it. Um, Tori's being a hypocrite. Uh, I rarely defend, I try my best not to defend Jordan because it hurts my soul <laughs> and my feelings. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, they haven't been together for a long time. She had an open rebound like with open rebound with Fessy two months after they broke up. Um, huge verbal arguments all over the place. And yes, maybe she's grown and okay. Maybe that petty side's still buried deep down underneath. But at the end of the day, he's allowed, he's single. He can do whatever he wants with whomever he wants. If you don't want to see it, take your ass outside like you did. But don't come to him and start getting mad when you guys aren't together. And yes, he's crawling into your bed because it's familiar. I'm sorry the familiarity of going with an ex happens. And they still obviously probably are attracted to each other and have like maybe that little like reminiscent thing. Or it's like a reunion, you know. Maybe she just doesn't, he doesn't want to lift his, uh, or she doesn't want to hit her totals. She doesn't want to increase her total numbers yet. Her body count, what do they say? <laughs> she doesn't want to increase her body count. Is that a thing? Who so cares it's about a recycling kind of situation. She's, she's, she's helping the environment. But um, I, I think Jordan's she's just. Recyclables. <laughs> <laughs> she's helping the environment. She's just uh, reusing. But anyway. Is, is that a thing? Recyclable? Uh, you, it is? If you, yeah, recycle an ex. Recycle somebody that you've yes. hooked up with. Give me one second while I text my ex. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to add to your body count. So you just go back with somebody you've already been with. I feel some kind of way about that, but Rob, let's hear it. Maybe that's a girl thing, Becky. Because as soon as you said that, I was like, yeah. you know what? Um, it is a girl shit. thing because we uh, get shamed. At the end of the day, we get shamed for I'll adding for like our body this. count. I'll put it like this. We just want to, like, their dick was so good that we just can't get enough. No, we're just trying to, go, like, we just I feel so attacked right now. Body count. <laughs> like, let's be honest, because at the end of the day, women, Paige can agree with this, women are attacked constantly. Oh, you're a whore. You're a slut. No, no, no. But, it's just easier just boys, to recycle. Not men. Men don't but, care about that kind of shit. We don't. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll put, like, Y'all feelings, I feel like y'all feelings get hurt because this is what it what seems like with Tori because she still has feelings. Like for, our feelings? Like me and Paige's? Or are we talking not, about Tori? Women in general. Women in general. Oh, and be careful about, there. 
I'm talking about Torby though, mostly right in this episode. Okay, so this don't have nothing to do with Paige tip and Betty. Okay, tip toe, I love tip y'all. Toe. Watch but, out, tiptoe through I, this, I'm my friend. Real. So, but no, I'm being for real because of the fact that she's got still strong feelings for Jordan, and it showed in this uh, uh, episode. How I know is because I've been through something similar. Okay, I'm like, okay, we not really you know, like that, but when I asked you, let's, you know, make this official, you start acting funny. So then when we, I'm single, I'm doing my thing, but don't get mad at me because I'm over here talking to this girl right in front of you and I'm a single man. I understand you got feel, but no, you can't have it both ways. You got to have one or the other. So that's why I said what I said is because I'm speaking from experience, but she does have strong feelings towards Jordan. Simple as that. She's not over it yet, and he is. Right. He's moved on, and she hasn't. Right. He broke up with her. Huh? He broke up with her. True. So right. that's part of it. Right. Now, I will say, never been a Tory fan. Never. Not I liked her first season. I almost came close to meeting her one time. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just gonna know. say that <laughs> you ladies got me definitely feeling some kind of way <laughs> because a lot I of stuff so has just excited. made sense. There's somebody who understands me. Thank you. Yes, it do. But I'm 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 40 years old, so I I've been through it all. You look 28. Thank you. But I, I'm understanding. I, I I understand both sides, okay? I understand the female side. Oh, I don't. And I understand the man's side. <laughs> well, well, you, you, you will get there, uh, Malik. What, are oh, no, you mad I'm, because because of what we said or because no, of but Tori? I'm texting my ex right now asking her some really <laughs> uncomfortable questions. I'm not doing that, though. I'll pass that point. If you're, like, my ex and you're listening to this, I am not sorry, and I would do it again. But <laughs> I'm not ma- complain. I'm not oh, mad I can't at believe it. you had sex with me again. I just want some. I just want some understanding on why we are where we are. Listen, I'm not going to speak for all women, but I am going to say this is a something that is well done by multiple people that I know that they don't want to increase their body count. So they recycle old dick. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, what? but here's the thing. Is Tori recycling old dick? Because according to Jordan, they're just wrestling. We know he's like fingering her minimum, right? We do <laughs> know. I doubt that. He's probably, he probably sticking <laughs> it in. Camera? On camera? On camera? Wait a minute. He got some on the, on the low low. Listen, mm. she was naked in so. bed with him. Something yeah. happened. And there's nothing wrong with that for either one of them. Now I will say... Jordan, he could be a hoe. He could do whatever he wants. He could live his best little hoe life. However, Tori is entitled to feel some kind of way because although I do agree she has her hypocrite moments, which she kind of, um, I don't want to say she admits it, but she, like, I think she knows. She Here's owns the- it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, echo- women, yeah. I mean, Tori. Watch her do that on TV. He could have turned the TV off. And he's doing it right in front of her. So to quote Marie Rhoda, I would blow that house up myself if if my ex fiance who broke up with me was banging the hottest girl in the house. That's probably the problem. A year later. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. But wait a minute. How long have y'all been separated? That's the question. 
Well, here's the thing. Although it is a year later, it is the first time they've been around each other. So maybe it feels new. And I'm not trying to be a Tory defender right now. I'm just saying I understand where she's coming from. However, um, why don't she go fuck somebody? Go f- from what I understand. She did. There was she there was, was in she was in I DMs like before this season started. So let's just be honest. From what I heard, she was in Horacio's DMs trying to hook up with him too. So let's be honest. Like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Tori's as much of a seeker of 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 male attention as Jordan is a seeker of female attention. They can get it, girl. They can get it. And that is okay. No slut shaming here. No slut shaming. She can do whatever. Not at all. Don't be a hypocrite, though. Sorry, side note, when Fessy was talking about sliding into somebody's DMs that lived in Sydney, we know he was talking about D, right? Yeah. Okay. 100%. I just want to make sure that, that got clocked real quick. That yeah. he was talking about you D. saw his face, I was like, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like, it was so fucking apparent. Who else would have been? They aired that and they didn't air D at all on Total Madness is the greatest thing ever. Abs- absolutely. All right. So let's go ahead. That was great, by the way. Fessy let's is go such ahead trash. And move into the draft. I'm going to skip over deliberation because not too much to, to discuss there. But let's go ahead and talk about dick. the teams. Yes, he was kind of being a dick. But here goes how the team shook up when it came to the draft. Fessy, he got Casey, Anissa, Bananas, Chauncey, Nelson, Olivia, and Tori. Mariah has Kenny, Jordan, Nani, Amber, Narice, Horacio, and Devin, are these two teams equal? No, 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 not at all. Fessy definitely got the um, he he has the upper hand in this. Even though I don't think it was done too nefariously, I think Mariah just probably didn't play this right. There's a lot to go into this about how this is moving forward, uh, and we don't have a lot of information, but. Let's talk about how these two teams were formed. Were you guys okay with how they figured it out? Uh, and what's your ideas? Go off because you got two um, high profile athletes in the challenge. Okay. So now it wasn't no give and take for Fess. He said, you're going to either go this way. You're going to turn left or you're not going to turn at all, which he gave his spill out. But I think at that point, I think the relationship between Fessel and Mariah was on um, notice that this is not a friendship anymore because I don't trust you. And Mariah already uh, said, I don't trust you. So I think those first few moves that they made, especially with him picking Casey and then she picking uh, Jordan, that was the... um, all, all, be all to that relationship. Okay, and Paige. I mean, they're not even. However, she could have really made it even, and I would have. So what she could have done, but I think maybe she was trying to still maintain their relationship, even though fuck him. If everything she said is true, fuck him. So if he picks Casey and gives her Kenny... And then she picks Jordan, gives him Anissa, and then he picks Bananas, give her Nani. She should have picked Nelson and gave him Narice. That's what she should have done. And she didn't. She picked Amber, which I thought was the weirdest thing. And 
I don't know why she did that, but in my opinion, she should have picked Nelson and then he would have picked Horacio. I, I think she needed to pick a female, though. Didn't they say she needed to pick a female? <clears throat> After she- Bananas, yeah, she had to pick a female. So there was no choice. She would have had to have She picked- could have picked Nariso. Yeah. Well, she, 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 she got Nariso anyway. She would. Yeah. She should have picked Tori. Well, she, I guess mm. she got Tori anyway. No, no, no. No, she got Devin. No, yeah, she got Devin. Oh, yes. Then she should have picked Tori if that was it. Because picking Amber was weird to me. Because in my opinion, Amber and Chauncey, based on their performance and their social game, they should have been picked last. But Amber's loyal and a loyal number for her. I think that's kind of why she wanted to keep her close. Because they are Why friends. would you not want that on the other team, though? I get I mean, her mentality. I do understand her mentality, but at the end of the day, it wasn't a winning mentality. And the problem is having Amber on an opposite team of Fessy is exactly what he wants. He doesn't want to work with her. So it gives him even more power. Even if Amber is a strong competitor, which I believe she is, she's a great runner. She has a lot of endurance, all that stuff. Maybe separating her from Chauncey will keep her head in the game more. Putting her on the opposite side of Fessel, that does nothing for for anybody's game other than his, unfortunately. So my opinion, she should have picked Tori. I was actually surprised that Tori and Devin were picked last. I'm not. Great, yo, great call out. I was super surprised that Devin and Tori went last. I thought that was absolutely fucking ridiculous. Have you guys not been paying attention? Just a couple of episodes, I was just saying how it surprised me that Devin and Tori have so much power in this game and is going so unnoticed, even by me. It, you know, it, it really caught me off by surprise. But also, Bananas is going as the uh, the number three pick was also super surprising. Amber going as high as the number four was also surprising. Uh, Nelson Norris dropping to five under that. This, this draft did not go any way how I thought it would go. Casey and Kenny going first? Get the fuck out of here. Just so many ways that this thing could have gone and did not go any way that I predicted it. I mean, when I look at it, it is a brains versus brawn type of a situation. And underdogs don't necessarily mean that they'll lose. I mean, look at what happened on Bloodlines. Kara's team swept the allegedly stronger team. And honestly, I would pick Jordan over Johnny at the end of the day, period. Because I think Jordan is just a stronger competitor overall. I I super agree with you because, and I hate to say it, having Jordan on your team can definitely change the momentum of the game. And if if Jordan is continuing his encouraging stage where he's being encouraging and helping out the team, (laughs) uh, you could tell how serious I am about that. Um, Sarcasm insert here. Um, I can see him being very motivating and he does have, it seems like he has had a good influence on a lot of the other competitors. Plus at the end of the day, though, um, Nelson is a strong competitor. I actually would prefer Narice. She's strength and she actually has smarts. I think she has endurance to keep this going. I really think she's carried him a lot this season. He would not be doing as well if it weren't for her, in my opinion, that's entirely me. Um, and I think, honestly, having Devin on the team, and the reason he was picked last is because he's got the West treatment happening where everybody's like, you're a snake. You're in everybody's DMs. You're talking to everybody. You're making nonstop deals. So nobody really wants to have him on the team because they're scared he's going to snake him. 
I agree, though, that Jordan is a better competitor than Bananas. And take out his, like, nice guy, his apology tour, take the apology tour out. He's a way better communicator, also. Like, Bananas can't even tell Nani, like, what his strategy is. He can't articulate it. And Jordan is really, really good at that stuff. So, um, you know... The way that he used to tell Tori to run around the house with a chair above her head to to really train her and motivate her, I'm sure was very specific. So, uh, you know, I think I think he's a good. I think he's better at communicating. And I don't say that sarcastically. I do think he's a better communicator. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining myself running with a chair over my head with my classy self and just knocking myself out because I fell on I the chair. I can't imagine my motherfucking boyfriend or fiance telling me to run faster. I would, he would be running the fuck away from me. <laughs> I'm going to throw the chair at your ass. Okay. <laughs> well, unfortunately. That's what it is, alpha female shit. We can't do that. Well, that's going to, that's going to conclude season nine of the challenge. Season 38. Rider dies. Uh, normally, this is where we rate the episode. It feels kind of weird to do it without a elimination. But I thought the draft was also, you know, pretty cool. And at least they finished it and then have us going to the next episode of doing it. Oh God! But if we had to rate today's episode between one to five stars, what do you give it, Paige? Uh, it's a three-star episode for me. I did like the mini final. I like to see bananas fail. <laughs> I'm a sucker for it. Um, and I I kind of like it when people show their ass. And I think that Orasio and Fessy did that. Um, and I think Devin's forced commentary was actually really funny this time. So three for that. The eliminate or the daily was way too fucking long. And apparently I'm tired of them editing out drama. And you know, there was drama we didn't see. There had to have been. So um, that's why it's a three for me. I mean, the only right. drama was Tori and Becky. What do you uh, rate it? I'm going to give it a three, two. I'm going to match to because uh, it was slow. I really didn't like like the 20 minutes in the beginning where it was like, who's got a crush on who uh, or be careful because Tori will cut you in your sleep. Um, like uh, that really wasn't it for me. I was literally like, OK, let me pull up my book. And I just started reading while listening on the side because it was boring. Um, the Daily was had its funny moments, which is why I think I rated it at least a three. I was going to go with a two point five, but uh the comedy of the daily and really Johnny just shitting the bed was just hilarious to me. Uh, and I, and I feel bad for Mariah because I just, ugh, that poor girl, I want to punch Fessy or Fessel, whatever he wants to be called in the face right now. Like, and I, and I don't know how to punch. So I just get a chair. not throw a chair at him. <laughs> All right, Rob, what do you put the, uh, <laughs> Sorry, what do you Paige. put today's episode? Uh, three and a half. Uh, the daily actually made me put it over three and a half because I was ready. I was saying, "Hey, can I sign up? Because I need a sporting race that's just like this, okay? Nothing else. I don't want to climb nothing. I don't want to uh, 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 create uh, your own Spartan race. I don't want to pull up on nothing. Let me have a final like that, please. But that uh, that uh, daily actually uh, helped me." Make it at a three, three and a half, honestly, because I like the in between. But it was the drama wasn't as you know beefed up like it should have. So that's why I gave it a three and a half. So slow. 
So I'm going to give it to the ladies today. I think three is the appropriate rating. Um, I do like the final. I'm sorry. I do like the daily more than you guys did. It was kind of long, but I absolutely love mini finals. I think they're the best that they have to offer. The drama was a little light. Uh, Of course, we got the whole Tori and Jordan thing, but I'll give it to Tori. She handled it as well as she could. She said, hey, if we can't reach a conclusion, it is what it is. Don't engage. I thought that was uh, really good for her. Uh, The rest of the drama was, you know, there was really none to be seen. The whole A block was an absolute drag, and we didn't get a elimination of any kind. So I think three stars is where we're going to put it. Uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, Paige, why don't you go ahead and plug everybody with everything you got before we go ahead and close it out? Oh, shit. Well, um, you can find me on TikTok, pretty underscore petty X. I do have an Instagram on that, but it's like a little bit of spicy content if you're into that. So you can follow that if you want to. Uh, Hello. No spicy? Only what kind of spicy? <laughs> it's like the set before OnlyFans. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I was like, but- you might as well get paid. <laughs> I know. I don't even get me started on OnlyFans right now. Um, <laughs> if there's anything wrong with it, I just, I just know that some kid I used to teach would find it. That's my mm. interpretation. Bum, um, <laughs> well, on Instagram, I'm most likely to pod. I'm spoiler free. And then you can find me where all podcasts are located, most likely to TWO. This week I had Tina on, and next week I have Queen Narice. So, yeah. Bet you have been busy. You dropped so many pods this week. I was trying to catch up, and I'm just like, the fuck? There was like three pods. I Tell Narice that we think she's fucking gorgeous and that it is I unfair. You know, I was actually so thankful she asked me to come on and I was like too nervous to ask her. So I was thankful for that. Where'd and Rob it, go? His internet. I don't know. <laughs> We're closing out anyway. He'll be I'm up. coming up on episode one. Well, I have like 200 episodes, but I'm coming up on interview 100. Um, so it's going to be a really fucking big one. Somebody I've been wanting forever. So um, definitely subscribe turn automatic downloads on because you won't want to miss it because this person is ready to just vomit all the tea word vomit oh yeah oh yeah we definitely love to see it well that's going to do it for us thank you guys all for watching make sure you follow us on instagram and twitter at lwc podcast make sure you follow us on facebook and tiktok at love war challenges Cop your official Love War Challenges gear at shop.lwcpodcast.com and our website is lwcpodcast.com. Get all of your customizable challenge gear and accessories at shopthechallenge.com and make sure you listen to Love War Challenges on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. Once again, I am MTV Malik. He is Robert Stewart Jr. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. And big shout out to Paige for joining us, our first guest co-host. We love to see it. Thank you so much. Uh, and also, big shout out to the Challenge Unbothered Facebook group. We're in all of these Facebook groups, but this is where we call our home. They support us. We support them. Uh, Challenge fans, big shout out to all of those guys. Uh, that's it for me. Thank you guys all for joining us. We are out of here. Good night.